Hello and welcome to the Aid Station. I'm Chris Robb and today really excited to be heading to Kingston in Jamaica and we're meeting Diane Ellis who's the Sponsorship and Marketing Director of the Reggae Marathon and Half Marathon. We're calling into Kingston, Jamaica and so excited to see you Diane. Thanks for making the time. It's evening time there where you are. Thank you Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm speaking to you from the capital of Jamaica, which is Kingston, and um, our event is the Reggae Marathon, which is staged on the opposite end of the island in Negril, which we in Jamaica have dubbed the capital of casual. It's a perfect destination for a marathon event. You know, everything is just casual, people are laid back. It's just, uh, what can I say, it showcases the best of Jamaica. And I think we've been very successful in trying to get people to come and experience this. And everybody who has come has had a fantastic time. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. It's it's highly rated all over the world. And 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 uh, casual is what I always think of when I think of Jamaica. And indeed, we were talking uh, before we started recording about the West Indies generally, because I, I grew up in Zimbabwe and cricket was a big sport there. And, you know, one of my uh, most memorable moments as a young kid was watching some of the, the what turned out to be legends of West Indies cricket uh, that were playing in the young West Indies team. Maybe give us just a little bit of a geography lesson about Jamaica and how it fits into the into the West Indies and general location, because I'm sure people all over the world, you know, reggae obviously has been exported everywhere. People people have heard of the of of Jamaica, but you know, maybe not 100% certain where it is within the Caribbean. Well, Jamaica sits at the top of the Caribbean. We're close to, we're 90 miles away from Cuba and approximately 180 from the US, USA. So we're at the top of the Caribbean, 144 square miles. And maybe I'm being a little bit too patriotic, but we pride ourselves of being the jewel of the Caribbean because we have a wonderful mixture of mountains, sea, everything that you can think of, you can find it here in Jamaica. So the reggae marathon is staged in the most western point of Jamaica, in Negril, and that is where we've dubbed the capital of casuals. So there you are, um, you know, surrounded by sea. Uh, the course is very flat. We run parallel to the beach, and um, Negril boasts a seven mile of white sand beach. So wow. picture running your event parallel to that. And there are certain parts of the course where you also get a view of, um, you know, not so much to the sea, but the town itself and also close to um, the wetlands of Negril. So it's just breathtaking. Wow. And you finish the event, the finish line, you run directly into So you come through the finish line, you grab whatever refreshments and so on that you, you know, would like to have and so on. And then you can run directly into the sea to cool up. I mean, it's just an amazing finish. Wow, it sounds incredible. Definitely one to put on the bucket list. Let's start getting a little bit of your, your background. We've spoken a bit about the event in your beautiful country, but a little bit about you. Just love, love to hear some of uh, your story, please, Diane. Well, I tell you, this is a bit of a buck up. I'm actually married to the race director. <laughs> and I was on the sidelines for the first event. The event is staged by the Jam Damas Running Club of Kingston. And they decided to have this marathon in the grill. 
when the only marathon that we had in Jamaica at the time, we're talking now over 20 years ago, that folded. And as serious and committed long distance runners, they wanted to keep the tradition of long distance running in Jamaica. Because as you know, we are a sprint yes. factory, as, as people say. So the club came together and came up with this idea of, of having this marathon event, not in Kingston where the former marathon was held, but instead in the grill. And this way, marrying sports tourism together attracting people here and as you mentioned before bringing some life to the economy because tourism is the means one of the mainstays of our you know jamaican of jamaica's economy and we thought it would be a fantastic mixture between the sports you know the tourism and of course it would highlight some of the best of jamaica in terms of the reggae music or coconut water all the best things that you can think of that we have to offer everything would be just, you know, in contained into one big package, which would be the reggae marathon. So for the first year, I sat out on the sidelines. I was just a volunteer and observing and, you know, seeing everybody else do all the hard work. And I was a bit of, at a loose end myself in terms of my own work. And when I saw things that, you know, I said, boy, maybe I could make a difference. I could help and help to streamline it because everybody who is involved in the reggae marathon team, they all have full-time, very pressured jobs. And I said, let me see what I can do to help to put this together. So I, I came in and actually I started as an understudy because there was somebody else doing the marketing and the sponsorship and so on. So I kind of filled in all the loose ends and eventually eased into the role that I am in now, where I do most of the admin, the marketing, and the sponsorship. And I think I wear the hat of jack of all trades as well. So I fill in wherever I'm needed. But wow. it's just, we work with a fantastic group of people. They're very committed runners. I myself, I'm not very athletic, not much on running. I much prefer yoga and Pilates as my own personal sport and swimming. But I mean, I used to run a little bit and I, I've come to love the sport now. And the best thing for me, being a people person and always being in you know, tourism and reggae music and so on, is seeing the joy of people who have completed the event. That to me is the biggest inspiration, seeing you know, what the event does for people's lives, how it improves them in one way or another. It brings together so many different aspects of humanity is just amazing. When the event first started out, the main persons who participated were from the US and Canada and some from the UK. And we have grown over the 20 years, 20 odd years now, to having people from over 40 odd countries. Wow. So even when you're at the start line, you know, you're hearing like different languages and people who can't even communicate in the same language, but they're communicating in a language of running, love, and reggae. I mean, that just blows you away. What a, what a great blend. That's, uh, that, that's uh, really fantastic to, to yeah, and, and it's what you hear, you know, so much of what you've articulated there is what you hear across the industry. Jack of all trades, wearing many hats, community coming together, uh, you know, the opportunity to experience beautiful surrounds, music and everything with it. And, and I guess that's obviously been severely dampened. We were talking about, you know, this year, your hope for another in-person event. Tell us, people, I'm sure are intrigued to understand 
in, 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 you know, in a couple of minutes, what, what life is like in, in Jamaica at the moment? It's good. I mean, we have been affected by the lockdown like everybody else. We've had various lockdowns, some more severe than others. We're going through a period now where we have, I guess you could call it a semi-lockdown in that, you know, people are free to go about and work and do the essentials of life. But their curfews, so like, you know, every day there is a curfew at a certain time. And there has been restrictions on mass gatherings. So like for last year, when we wanted to stage the in-person event, that could not, that was not possible because mass gatherings are limited to like, you know, 20 people, 50 people at max. So there was just no way. So we're waiting at this time now to see if the government will release, once our numbers go down, we'll release some of those restrictions that we will be able to stage the in-person event again in you know December this year. But what we did was um, we tried, I'm segueing a bit, we tried the virtual event for the first time last year. That was a first for us. So we have obviously seen it, you know, with other events internationally and so on, but we didn't have a clue that we would be able to do it successfully. And somehow we did. We had persons from many, many countries. We had, uh, you know, we hit our target. We targeted say 500 people and we were just a little bit above that. And it was just amazing again to see the range of countries and the joy of everybody who completed the event virtually. So going forward, we will have the virtual along with the in-person as we move ahead. Wonderful, that's great to hear. And, and I'm guessing, I don't know whether it's part of your event, but more and more there's, there's apps that are able to include audio elements in the event. And I can imagine that, you know, having the reggae music accompanying you while you're doing a, a virtual event must, uh, must add some, some great experience to it. Yes, definitely. I mean, last year we provided a playlist which was fantastic because music is an integral part of the reggae marathon. Yeah. And again, segueing backwards now into my background, I have some background in music. I used to be the studio manager at Top Down. I always had an interest in reggae music. Wow. I love it. My passion. Yeah, so, so, so you're music, doing something you know, with your job and your passion. Yeah, I yeah. love music. I love reggae music. And I love to be able to showcase it to the world because I think we have a gem in reggae music. The stories, the con you know, the conscious lyrics, the beat. It's so infectious, you can't help but love it. Yeah. So, you know, my joy to share it with the rest of the world. That's wonderful. So we, we, I always like to understand some of the challenges. And obviously, you know, one, one of the challenges that you've been through in the last year is kind of that pivot to, from, a, from an in-person event to a, 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 a virtual event. But what have some of the other challenges been, you know, in, in any key challenges that you've had to face to, uh, to adapt? Well, I think the main thing is having the support of our team. As I mentioned before, you know, it's a wonderful group of people. And of course, with the various restrictions that are on, it's been impossible to get everybody together and have all usual meetings and, you know, get together at even events leading up, leading up to Reggae Marathon, because normally we would be staging small runs leading up to the main event in December and not being able to be in touch in terms of, yes, we're in touch by phone and email and so on, but not to see the core team and our larger group of volunteers, not being able to communicate, you know, one-on-one -on -one and in person. That I think is 
quite a challenge. And I know a lot of our volunteers and our team, there's a feeling of disconnect, you know, as much as we might try to, you know, build a bridge and try and reach out. It's not the same as that in-person touch. I mean, we're big on hugs and high fives yeah. and whatever. And it's just not the same. Yeah, and that's... So I think know, that's, that's one of the... Yeah, that's a story that we're hearing Another all over the world. Was, um, that people can't wait to, 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 to reconnect personally because obviously as human beings, that's what's so important for us. So hopefully in December, your people are back high-fiving and hugging uh, on, on, on the start line. You're, a, you're an amazing leader, clearly, in terms of what you've done with uh, you know, helping to grow this, this event over the years and in your music space. Have you always liked to talk about leadership on the aid station? Have you got any particular leader, leadership principles that you follow, uh, a mentor that's, that's taught you along the way that you'd like to share with the viewers? Well, I think um, personally, we all are speaking for the rest of the reggae marathon team. We follow our race director, Alfred Prano Francis, who is quite a dynamic personality. And I think he inspires everyone. You know, he has so many amazing stories of even himself. And he is the biggest motivator for the team. And I think he inspires everybody to pull together and get it done, no matter how challenging, you know, or whatever the challenge may be, we're inspired to get it done. And I think between the two of us, we make a good team in terms of, you know, we have all very different strengths and so on. And together, we manage to pull the rest of the team along. And it, it just works. I mean, another thing that we think about is leadership by example. So whatever we do, you know, people, they can't think of any reason why they can't do it because they see us doing it and it's not that hard. So I think the best thing for leadership is doing what you can to inspire others because as you do it, somebody else will follow. And in the case of Reggae Marathon, we have found that you know, imitation is the best form of flattery. We've seen people copying aspects of our events and it works. And to us, it feels good when you see somebody else or another race event doing the same thing we have been doing. And we're like, oh, maybe that was a good idea after all. So wow. <laughs> it's probably something that we were trying for the first time. So I think leadership by example is key and also to lead with integrity. Once you lead with integrity, you know, you can carry mountains, you can carry lots of people and also temper it with a lot of love and kindness. It's a sure combination for, you know, for a win. Wow, I love it. Lead with example, lead with integrity and temper it with love and kindness. Some great insights there, some great tips. Um, and certainly every one of those resonates with me. Thank you for sharing those. And, and then as as always, time flies by on the aid station and, and we move on to ending on an inspirational high. Have you got an inspirational story that you'd, I'm sure you've seen so much over the years, but something that stands out that you'd like to share, please, Diane? Well, I tell you, Reggae Marathon, we, I, we need to write a book. There are so many inspiring stories from people from all over the world. But one that resonates with me personally is in the early years when we were just starting and trying to get Jamaicans to buy into the concept of a marathon. Because as you can imagine, you know, not many people were into running, you know, that long of a distance and so on. And we had a competition and we put it out and said anybody who 
you know, wrote a paragraph as to why they would want to enter a marathon, we'd give them an all expense, all expenses paid, you know, trip to Negrillan to enjoy the event. And we got this very touching letter from a lady whose husband, she was, you know, an older lady, her husband had just died and she was, you know, she feeling down and so on and her, it was so touching as a group, we decided she had to win. So she came and she entered the event. She wasn't a particularly, you know, strong runner. And over the years, she kept coming back. She turned out to be a winner in her age group over the years, you know, entering different events and reggae marathon and so on. And just one of our strongest supporters. And after a few years, she found love again, meeting somebody at the reggae marathon. Uh, married that person and went away and continues to run and spread this story of Reggae Marathon, how much it changed her life and how, you know, the good that it did for her. And she inspires so many people because when you see her as an older woman doing so well with her running, it's just inspiring. I mean, we have so many older persons who have taken up our invitation to get from the coach to the finish line. And it has benefited them so much health-wise, emotionally, mentally it's just done wonders for them and those are the stories that inspires us to keep going wow what a great story to end on thank you for sharing that uh, that that sounds absolutely amazing and so you know running in so many levels in jamaica from the sprint, sprint factory you've spoken about the usain bolts of this world inspiring people to older people that uh, you know that have met love at the reggae marathon. And I'm sure that's not the only story of people that have met love at the reggae marathon, uh, fallen in love with reggae, fallen in love with Jamaica. I can't wait to the day that I can hopefully get on a plane and come and meet you and, and, and see your, your amazing event. Thank you so much, Diane, for making the time. I'm sure people are going to get so much Thank out of you. our chat. It's a pleasure. I hope to see you soon. And all the very best with this year's event. Really hope that it's an in-person event for you. Thank you.